0: Log Talk Radio. When I would do good,
1: evil is always present with me. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will free me from this body of death. Thanks be to God in Christ Jesus. I'm ready for the fight of my life. Start the record. Gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner.
0: And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson.
1: Brian, we got a hot show tonight?
0: Yes, we do, sir. Yes, we do.
1: (laughs) We have somebody that's coming in, Brian, that's, that's hot. And uh, we just feel that what he's going to do is, is he's going to change the music industry, man. I, I just really believe that. And it, it's time. It's time for this new change. It's time for this young brother to come in and shake things up a little bit. But I think I think we're going to have a good show tonight.
0: Oh, absolutely, Greg, absolutely. You know, um want to start off tonight by, you know, highlighting again the the plight in Haiti and, the turmoil that's going on over there. You know, the folks in Haiti, the nation of Haiti, they need your prayers. They need your financial assistance. You know, they need your support. You know, they just went through a devastating hurricane, and now they have uh, torrential floods that are going on in, their, in that great nation. So they need your prayers right now, and they need your financial assistance in any way that you can help. You know, but most you know, most importantly, the their prayers are what they definitely need. You know, but Greg, yeah, I, I think we got a great show. Well, I know we're going to have a great show tonight. We got an awesome guest, uh, you know, young, dynamic, energetic, intelligent young man. And he's got some great talents he's going to tell you about real soon. You know, and I, I'm just excited to talk to him because, you know, it's always great to hear from um, our younger generation. You know, so many times we see – the negative aspects, especially when you talk about the entertainment industry. You know, you have those guys that come off as being so super macho and, you know, and I guess I'm saying it without really saying it, but I'll just go ahead and say it. You got the Lil Wayne's out there that, you know, they want to be the gun toters and the weed smokers and the womanizers and the money flashes. And, you know, they don't bring a positive aspect in music. And, you know, it's just refreshing to hear that we do have some young individuals that are God-fearing in the music industry, you know, that we do have some individuals that are talented, and they're showing their talents in a positive manner versus the negativity that we've seen permeate our society for so long. You know, so with that being said, I want to introduce to you all tonight our special guest, uh, Mr. Kerry Cheramon, and he's an I mean, this guy is awesome. And I want to welcome you, my brother, to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Kerry, are you there? Hey, hey, how you doing, man? All right, all right. Welcome. All
1: right. Hey, appreciate yeah, thank you for coming it, on the show, Gary. It.
0: Oh, my, you got my a lot pleasure. Of people my. Listening.
1: You got a lot of people listening, listening to you, man. You got a lot of people uh, following you on Facebook. And you know what? I want to start the show, and I want to say this, and I want um, young people really to understand what this man is doing. Uh, you're young, you're energetic, and you're doing it. You're actually going out there, you're actually doing that thing. You hear so many people, oh, I want to start a record label, oh, I want to produce this, I want to do that. You're not saying that, you're actually doing it. Let me ask you this, was it really hard for you to get started? Um. It, it really
2: depends. At first, at first it was hard, especially when it comes to finance. You know, You don't have the right proper equipment to start producing and making our own music. But um, you know, if you keep working hard and you keep keep keeping God first and everything, you know, things start to open doors for you, and some you got people coming helping you out. Man. Yeah. And, w-
1: and what what about when I say was it hard for you to start? Did you believe in yourself when you first started, or did you say, "Well, you know, I'm just gonna try this. If this don't work, I'm gonna do something else"? Did you ever did you feel that way? Oh, no doubt. I already knew it.
2: Only know I had my mindset. This is what I'm gonna do. You now, I went ahead and I did everything necessary that I had to to get into the music. Right, right.
1: You
0: know. Um, I'm actually looking at your Facebook profile. You and I have a mutual friend, uh, Javen Music. Javen Music. <laughs> yeah, Javen Campbell. I actually went to high school with him. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's a mutual friend we have there. But well, you know, my my question was going to be, what prompted you to get involved with music? Um.
2: Really, what really inspired me to get into music what got me involved was my dad. Uh recently he passed away when I was six. So on his deathbed he asked me, he said, uh, Carrie, I want you to promise me you will learn to play music, you will get into the music industry. You know, when I was young I didn't really take it into consideration though. But as I get older, you know, it I start to keep memorizing the same line he said, Promise me to do music, promise. Well so here I am today. Producing upcoming artists, you know dot com. You can check it out It's my daddy who really got me into music yeah.
0: hmm. You know, that's interesting Because my uh, I used to actually be in the music industry uh, Back in the 90s You know, probably before you were born
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh and, man, uh, okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> But, um the interesting thing about that is that my great-grandfather used to encourage me to play music. I used to play the piano when I was little, and I'd just bang on the keys, and he would always say, oh, that sounds so great. You're going to be a great musician. You know, you're going to be a great mu- uh, musical artist. And I had no idea that he was hard of hearing. <laughs> you know, but it was just that type of encouragement that, you know, made me who I am today because, you know, we always need somebody that we can look back on and say that person, you know, pushed me. That person gave me the positive reinforcement that I needed, you know. Look, my second question is what made you go into music in the way that you're into music, if you know what I mean. Like in the because you know many people do, they sing, they rap. You know the majority of young individuals that I meet, they all want to be rappers. You know whether it's positive rap, gospel rap, you know, hip hop, thugged out rap, whatever. You know it seems like every young kid in the music industry wants to be a rapper. What made you want to become a producer? Good question. Um...
2: At first, I, I didn't really want to be a producer. Uh, I started off as a keyboard player, playing in church, you know,
1: mm-hmm. playing in
2: church, local clubs, and every day I come home and listen to the music out there nowadays. I'm like, wow, you know, it's so, so unique. So I went ahead and uh, I started doing research on music, and what I know as a musician, putting it together on the keyboard and just putting it into a production team. It, I believe that I can do something different, come out with a different type of style of music, different different urban style, not just everybody do hip-hop, everybody do pop country. I want to take pop country and hip-hop and classical and turn it
0: into one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I want to come out with something different. Right, so you wanted to literally merge the merge the genres. Yes, he's going to change it.
1: Yeah, he's going to change it. <laughs> you know,
0: that's not much different than, and, you know, and, and when you think about it, he talked about how he looked at history. That's not much different from how uh, many Caribbean styles of music were born out of. Like when you think of Calypso, it was born out of uh, African drum beats. And, you know, you have uh, soca music, which was you know born out of the the Mexican mixed with the Caribbean type of music, so yeah, you have you know different world musics when they mix you know they create new genres of music, so that's not uncommon
1: yeah let me you know Karen, let me ask you this what what does this this world what do we need to know about the carry that that's weak and the carry that that's tired of chasing his dream The Carrie that wants to give up And he's tired And things are just not going the way they should What is that What is that inner thing uh, Within Carrie That makes him say You know what, I got to do this Too many people are waiting to hear from me What, what is that thing that keeps you going? Um And one of the songs I uh, helped
2: produce is called Don't Give Up Um Looking at the situation from my life where you know, I raised in Miami, Florida, I, I, I'm not afraid to admit, you know, I stayed in the ghetto. You know, There's nothing down here, you know. If you want to be settled and settle for working a nine-to-five job, if you want to settle for being where you're at, that's not where I'm at. I feel that if you want to be the president of the United States like Obama, you do everything you got to do to make it. If you... uh wanted to be uh like Drake or a big time producer. Put your head to it, no matter what happens, even the road gonna get rough, I tell you that. Things not gonna go your way. You're not gonna have the funds. You're not gonna have the transportation. You just gonna give up, you know, you keep fighting. That's what life is about.
1: Awesome. awesome. And that's so true because we have a lot of people that like the Jay zs and the the, the, the Puff Daddies and all of these other guys and ushers and all these other guys that are actually doing their thing, can you imagine if they would have stopped? We wouldn't even know anything about them. Now, somebody would have taken their place because somebody, somebody is going to do what they need to do to get where they want to get. And it sounds like you're on your way to doing that. Um, and I want to ask you your take on Usher. We were just talking about different genres of music. It, it seems like, if I'm listening to what Usher is doing, this guy is crossing over the the, the Oh My yeah. God song he's got. And then he's got another song. It's just straight rock sound like. I I, I can't remember the, the name of the song, but if you listen to his, the, the album that he's got out now, oh, he's crossing over. And And, and I want to know, what do you think about it? I
2: think that's a smart idea because if you stay in one type of culture of music, uh it will limit you to uh to even uh having the great music out there because you wanna be able to have music that can reach everybody. People from international music, from you don't wanna just make one type of gender music and the little kids cannot dance to and the adults cannot listen to. And you, know, you wanna have all types of styles
0: and genders when it comes to music. Yeah, I, I That's tend agree opinion, with that one. Definitely tend to agree with that one. Definitely. You cannot,
2: um, for example, if I were to go ahead and make a hip-hop track, so, that would be nice for the club, but, you know, Family Reunion won't be able to play that. You know, Christian Family won't be able to play that in the house. He'll play something where everybody can enjoy. That's why I admire Usher, you know. He don't just
0: stick to his R&B. He's all universal. Right. You know, and, 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 you know, like I said, you know, he's he's making music for the masses. Oh, yeah. You know, and yeah. it, it not only makes, you know, good business sense, it makes practical sense, you know, because you want to be able to have a following. If you think about Usher's following, you know, Usher's been around for quite a while, you know, and he's got what, you know, what we consider staying power. You know, and so it it's it only makes sense that if you've got staying power with the music that you're producing, you know, it's a good idea to keep producing that type of you know, music. But if you can branch out and make different types of music and still have that staying power with the current music you have, hey, that's all more the merrier. I totally agree. You know, what,
1: sure, what are some of you. your? Uh, ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead, Greg, go ahead. No, no, go
0: ahead. No, I was gonna say, what was what are some of your musical influences?
2: Um, some of my musical uh,
0: musical influences would be uh, Ray Charles, uh,
2: Herbie Hancock, uh, Chick Corea. That's coming from as a musician point of view, but as a producer point of view, I am a big big fan of Neo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. fan yeah. kind of Neo. Neo yeah. has so
1: much kind
0: versatility of. when
1: it comes to music.
0: Yeah. Interesting. You well, got an old soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just soul. thinking about the Ray Charles. You know, that's interesting because not many young people know that much about Ray Charles and the type oh, of style man. of music that he's had, other than from when they watched the Ray Charles biopic. You know, and so... It was interesting that you would say Ray Charles because his his style of music is very, very like what you would you wouldn't even consider it old school. You would consider it like way before old school. Of course,
2: that's where we get it from
0: nowadays. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's funny. My my children and I were watching. Uh, actually, my wife and kids, we were all watching um, the evolution of Soul Train. You know, they had this show on. They were talking about how. So Train first came about, and my kids were laughing because they were like, look at the clothes that they have on. And my wife was telling them, yeah, see, those are the same clothes that you guys wear now. You know, and the kids, they just, they just thought that was hilarious because they're like, look what he has on, oh, my gosh. You know, they wore that type of stuff. You know, like, yeah, it's the same thing. You know, it's not much different. And so the styles of music are actually starting to come back. You know, so you, when you hear a guy like Neo, a lot of Neo's influences, you know, are coming from the old school, the old style of music.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Marvin Gate, Nuta, mm-hmm. it all comes from that
1: style. i tell you what, man, I mean, I, I, li- I like the road that you're on. And I want to ask you this. What type of artists are you looking for? I, I know you want the, the most talented. You want the ones that are probably motivated and and just just have a, you know, one they that's got a desire to just sing and, and do whatever it is that you want. But what do you look for in an artist uh, to say, you know what, I want to produce this person. I want to write their music, and I want to make sure that this person make it. The
2: most important thing about an uh, artist I need is humbleness, you know, loyalty. You know? That's hard to find, especially in the music industry. You can have the best talent in the world, but your attitude can kill you. Hmm. You know. Well, I love I love to work with a lot of person. As a person, as a as an artist, they got to be vocally the you got to be the thing to really impress me. Because I've been around a lot of people that can really sing. Now I want to find something that is different in that person that I see nobody else has.
0: Right. They have to have a particular brand, is what you're saying.
2: Yes, because everybody nowadays, everybody can mimic somebody. I don't want somebody who can mimic this person. Bring yourself. I want to hear you. I don't want to hear another Neil
0: or another us. I want to hear what you have to bring to the table. Right. Right. And 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 I'll tell you why that's so important. Because, you know, there can be a lot of one-hit wonders. We see oh, yeah. it all the time. You know, they make a song it's a huge hit but then when they go to sing that song live they have to lip sync it because they really can't deliver outside of the studio you know or you have this the instance where they have a hit song and they could sing that one song but you know they're sort of limited in their style they're they're trapped in that i have to sing these lollipop songs because i really don't have that range of style you know and so what what producers and i'm just telling you all out there in you know, Radio Land. What producers are looking for is someone who has versatility, who has what what we can cons- what we would consider the total package. You know, and that's what radio- that's what uh, record companies are looking for. Oh yeah. You know, when they bring those artists to the producers, they don't want to have to coach them up and all that. They want you to bring a product to them that they can turn around and sell. And if you do that, you make them all the more happier because, you know. We live in an age of music now where, you know, nobody's trying to create groups. You know, they want somebody who's already polished. You know, if they find a a diamond in the rough, they'll work with them. But, you know, those are so few and far in between that, you know, there's so many people out there that have the new avenues. I mean, you have the YouTube and the Facebook and the MySpace and all these other social networking tools that you can use to promote yourself, and so what people are doing now is, you know, they're getting way more, you know, submissions from artists than they would have in the past. So they're not looking for that artist that can just flat out sing. They're looking for someone who can entertain, because maybe you can sing on a record, but you get out on a stage and you freeze up and you can't hit a note. They're looking for the total package. Well said, man. You I know. tell you
1: what, man. I, I, I yeah. I, I, I'm just. In, I, I really like what you're doing. You, you have that look. You have that kind of that, that little style thing. What do they call it, swag. <laughs> swag, swag. <laughs> you got so a track coming yeah, out called swag, swag from Phenomenon <laughs> Music. <You> gotta <laughs> check it out. You gotta check it out, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, you know, I've been checking it out. But let me ask you this: When little kids look at you, when they look at Carrie, they're like, you know, I want to be like him. And then when the mothers look at you, they like, finish the sentence. What, what, when, when a parent look at you and their kids are looking at you and they're saying, you know, I saw him on the video. I, I did this. I saw him. And what do you want the parents to know about Carrie? Because, you know, a lot of these kids are going to be buying this music. They're going to be following you. They're going to see you on television and all this stuff. What or how would you, how would you earn the, the trust of the parent?
2: Um, one thing about Carrie, aka K Solo, <laughs> um, I am very humble. You know, if you listen to my music, I I don't really talk about negative things. Everything is about being stronger, fighting, love. I don't need profanity to make music. Um, every music I do is positive, something that can relate to what's going on in people's lives today. Um I tell everybody right now I'm not a big clubber, I don't club. <laughs> um, I'm always in the studio. That's pretty much you know, I was raised in the church. So I know the difference, uh, between a church life and uh and a life people do not attend church. So that's what I could tell the parents. Carrie's a good
1: boy. <laughs> <laughs> You know when I called you last night, where were you? I was in church, you know. I was in Bible study. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was in yeah. Bible study, and I yeah, yeah that's yeah. where you yeah. catch me most of the time, you know. You got to be in church.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you, you know? Do and you, that... Are you
1: missing out on the? I'm sorry, man. If, if when you're when you're in the studio as much as you are, do you feel that you're missing out? on a lot of the things that your friends are able to to do during the day and, and they're all over the place but you're in the studio do you feel like you're missing out on anything?
2: Oh yeah all the time they're hanging out they're going bowling they're going to the movies and while they going to the movies I said nah I'll stay back I gotta finish this track I gotta and then i take that extra hour that extra two hours to stay in the studio and make sure it's perfect instead of going to have fun because Life is short, and I want to be successful. I want everybody in the world to hear my work. How much work I put into it, you know. Uh So it's not fair sometimes, you know. But like they say, you gotta do what you gotta do, right?
0: That's it. Yeah, and you know, and and the thing about it, hard work will definitely pay off. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
2: I, I believe that too,
0: as well. You know, I, I was going to ask you a question, but I, I I kind of forgot the question I was going to ask. I'm trying to remember it now. But, you know, another question I have for you is what do you think about the industry, not necessarily um, rap or hip-hop, but the industry as a whole, what do you think the effect of, well, how, how do I want to put this? What do you think the dynamic of the industry does to our generation? Or or I can't I guess I can't say our generation because you're in the next generation. I know what it did to my generation and the effect that the industry had on my generation. What do you think how do you think that uh the industry, the music industry as a whole affects this current generation? That's a great question. Um,
2: I will say that it is affecting us very badly because I'm speaking for myself now. Um, If you turn on the radio nowadays, uh, okay, let's take it back in the days with Luther or Marvin Gates. I call that real music. That's what you call real music. But nowadays, if you listen to us on the radio, it's the same thing, repeating overly and overly. And everything is about money. Cars and women or swags. I don't really see the radio, the music nowadays, and the industry really teaching us about life or teaching us something valuable, teaching us something that we need to learn in life. Some, 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 some industry don't want to hear that. I tell you that right now for all the upcoming producers and artists, they don't want to hear that. They want to hear what's going to make money, and mm-hmm. their mind is dollar signs. But if you keep pushing hard and and get your music out there, something positive to come out, I promise you it'll make it. But it's really affecting our generation nowadays. Every kid walking around, even two, three year old kids out here, repetition in the song, told your boy music. It it makes me laugh when I see it. But
1: it is what it is. What about these young ladies? What what about the young ladies that would do anything to become a star? They're giving up their bodies. A lot of them are sleeping and thinking that they're gonna sleep their way to the top and just doing so much stuff because there's so many people out there. A lot of producers are running around. Oh, I'm a producer, but they're really not producing, they're really not doing anything. They're really just throwing it around to try to get the women and uh, you know, to make themselves look bigger than than who they really are. Um, what do you what kind of what what's your message to the women that uh at some point will approach you with a with the um CD or, or whatever and they want to uh work with you what what would you say to them or what should they expect from you um, can you run that by again okay okay when 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 the women that are out there that are willing to just do whatever to become stars and they they approach they approach you with their with their CD or whatever, and they want you to listen to it. They want to work with you. What what should they expect from Carrie? Um, I will tell them exactly
2: how it is. I would be like, "Can you sing live? If I if you can perform tomorrow and go on tour, will you be able to perform and go on tour? Um, will you sell your soul to the devil? Because if you are I don't need you. Um, if a woman approach me, she has to be humble. You know, she can't be doing her thing on the side. If you're in the industry with me, you're in it a hundred percent. Um, I know, I hear about some women, you know, they, they go around people and producers so they can get a free track done or get a free demo mix done. Um, the music industry is pretty wild nowadays. But um, for the women out there, I just say, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to uh, go that extra mile and make it out here. There's people out here that's willing to work with you. got to look for them. search. Mm, that's right. And the
1: mm-hmm. industry is so, so, so rough. The industry is rough. It's not for everybody. A lot of people that wanted to do what you're doing, and a lot of people that want to sing, because of how rough the industry is, they just don't have the world with all this standing up to it. How are you able to? How, how are you doing with it right now?
2: Um, what for? with what?
1: With, with the, the industry of the industry. industry that, yeah, how tough it is, and and and. and how cutthroat some people will be um, to get what they want. Oh, it's, I tell you right now,
2: you think say if I make a track and I think this is it, I think this is the one if I had. This is gonna blow up, and I go ahead and bring it into record label, and they look at me and they said, "Uh, try again." <laughs> it hurts. You put <laughs> your all into it, but, but they don't like it. You so know, you just gotta. You're going to get turned down. You're going to get your feelings hurt. That's just how it is in the music industry. But that should not stop you from continuing percentage your dreams in the music. You know, there's some bold people out there. I, I I
0: can vouch for that. You know, I I can I can um can add to that by saying that you know in in that that world of that music industry is very cutthroat. And that's the word, that's the term I'm going to use, It's very cutthroat, where, you know, literally, your life and death hangs in the balance of of a word. You know, and when I say your life and death, I don't mean like your physical life and death, but I mean your musical life and death. It really hangs in the balance every time you produce something, every time you put something out. Someone in that industry could speak either life or death to your career. And so okay. you have to definitely be rooted in not just the words you're speaking, but the word. And when I say the word, I mean the word of God. You have to be rooted in the word of God to survive that industry. You see, because the folks that aren't rooted in the word, they may get by for a while in the industry, but that when that industry begins to rear its ugly head when it begins to you know chew you up and spit you out, you know who are you going to run to
1: yeah.
0: you know if you don't have a solid foundation, you know that industry will it will literally ultimately destroy you as a person it'll make you into something that you that you really didn't intend on being it'll make you into someone that you didn't know you could become. You know, and I'm speaking that from from my experience in the music industry. You know, but I, I can see that, you know, that you got a, you got a good head on your shoulders, brother. Because, you know, even when Greg, I, I, I kind of, I was kind of gleaning some of the questions that Greg was asking. And, you know, the way that you answered them, it was almost as if you were saying, you know, the question you're asking, Greg that doesn't even apply to me <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know right. right. i mean you answered it a completely different answer you gave a completely different answer than i expected you to give and i'm like i know why he answered like that because that that question didn't apply to me <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and
1: and not only that not only that Brian i mean it speaks to his character too yeah I, i'm i'm throwing i'm throwing those things out there for you know the the, the kind of questions that I'm asking it, it's not it's it's not sitting on his foundation what he was raised. He wasn't raised like that, right? So, you know what I mean. So those court, when you know when he's faced with something like that, he knows how to handle it, and it's pretty much he's frowning down on it, like, okay, now nah, come on, bro, that's not me, <laughs> and you know it's it's the typical it's the typical producers nowadays. They're, they're pretty much a lot of them are doing the same. There's some good ones out there now. But a lot of them don't have the foundation that that Kerry was raised on. So that's why I think that the questions that are being asked are so beneficial to him and to the people that are listening that will know, okay, this brother's got his head on straight.
0: Right. He he,
1: he really didn't didn't even deal with the issue about the women and giving up their bodies to him. He didn't even really deal with that because, okay, whatever, I'm focused, this is what I'm doing.
0: He's like, I, he's like oh, women, I got one, and I married her and I'm good. <laughs> and, and, and then you, you know, yeah, and, and two of the things that are
1: really the hardest thing for men is to have money and beautiful women around you at all times. And, and you know, I've seen your pictures, I've seen the women, and, you know, some people when they look at that, their minds just go all over the place like, wow, man, Carrie's really doing it. But that's not what Carrie. You know what I'm saying? That's not Kerry. That's not what. That's that's not his goal to to do that kind. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like okay, I'm trying to build an empire here. I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to, to reach my dreams and my goals. And my dreams and goals. It's not having a beauty for all these women around me. That's not it. That's not the ultimate goal. Am I right, Carrie? Oh, you're absolutely right. You're hitting the point. <laughs> But you know, but then you have these young kids, or you have a lot of producers. That's what they want. That's their goal. So when they achieve that, they don't know how to keep it. You see these one-hit uh, wonder producers. You look down the line, those ladies are gone. And
2: that—that's
1: that, so true.
2: As people get older and get bigger into the music industry or whatever the industry you're into, as soon as you got the money from now and then, the character changes. Yeah. Mm. It happens to a lot of people. Uh, you got money now, okay. You stop calling people that have been there for you from day one. Uh, you stop hanging out with people that's true friends and all of a sudden you have a whole bunch of thousands of new friends. Uh, you got to keep an eye out for that. You got to see the little things.
1: Yeah. Do, do you, yeah, do you think too. they lose? Do, do you think they lose that that hunger and their drive because they've allowed the success, what they have having, the little success that they're having, and then they've allowed that to go to their head. And and it sounds like you won't do that. Oh, yeah, there's a
2: lot of producers and artists and, and, and people out there that. As soon as they have one foot in the door, they have enough money, they feel satisfied. Okay, I'm good where I'm at. This will last me a couple of years, or this will last me a life if you think that way. But I'm I'm going for all, the whole good. I'm going for the thing. I'm trying to make it to the top, have everybody understand what music is really about.
0: I'm not settling for 90%. I'm going for 200%, you know? Hey. <laughs> Look, it- If you go for 200% and you fall 10% short, you still way past your goal of 100.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) You know? (laughs) But but
1: you know what, man? Go ahead, Brian, I'm sorry.
0: No, go ahead. No, I
1: I, I was going to say your family, the things that you will be able to accomplish once you you get where you want to get. I don't know if you're ever going to actually get where you want to get because you always want to do more and more and more, you know, better things or whatever. But what are some of your dreams and your goals for you for you to be able to do some things for your family and for your community and for your church? What What are some of those goals that you would do once you make it?
2: Uh, you know how I am. First, first check, you know, ten percent go to the Lord, you know, and then um. Uh, after that, you know, I want to take care of my family that's in Haiti I am Haitian, and I have family members over there that's very suffering. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, it's It's devastating, but, you know, I give as much as I can. Sometimes I have $10 left in my account, and I still send it over there because $10 will make a difference instead of nothing. And... Um, <laughs> It's just a lot that goes on in life, and you see and you learn by it that you don't want nobody else to go through. So My heart is, as soon as I make it on top, I'm helping everybody as I can. To me, money is just a piece of item. I can care less about the money. Life is more important than a piece of paper. So if somebody needs something, you come to me, and I got you. I'm not going to downgrade you or make you feel bad. It's, I got you, you know? I'm going to help you get on to the higher level. I want to hear everybody's here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And um, raising up, my mom raised us three boys, you know, by herself. Rough life. You know, some of us had to uh, get three, four jobs at the age of 13. It was real rough, you know. Lights cut off every other week. You know, sometimes no food, but that what makes. Me who I am today. that what makes me stronger.
0: I was going to say, anything that don't kill you make you stronger.
2: Will make you stronger. <laughs>
0: but, uh, that's, that's the difference between my life and some people's life. Some
2: people's life may be worse. I, I don't know. But for Terry Sherma, I know what I got to do to make it on top to help everybody not to go through the same life I've been through.
1: Mm. Is, is it safe care for me to say for you to actually understand success and know what success is you had to know what defeat and failure was? Oh, yeah.
2: If you haven't been to the rock bottom, then when you're on top, you won't really know what other people are going through. Like my papa said, you have to be to the rock bottom before you can make it to the top. And even if you fall, you know, God will always pick you up. If you think you're on the rock bottom, don't worry. You know, you got a breakthrough coming through. <laughs> Just keep holding on.
0: That's it. That's it. That's it, yeah, bro.
1: Yeah, i right. He said, yeah, he said he got it's his phone, like but we're at our
0: weakest. He <laughs> said, if you're at the bottom, there's no way but go. Hey, look, all you can do is go up. That's <laughs>
1: all. <laughs>
2: You know, some people, you know, I hear stories on the TV, on news, and people killing their whole family because they lose their jobs. And I'm like, it's <laughs> just crazy out here, you know. It's not worth killing or losing a life over a couple of hundred dollars or whatever you were making. You can always downgrade and find a way to do stuff. You
0: know? Yeah. And, you know, and I think that's the thing is people lose the one thing that, they don't understand that they can hold on to and rely on the most, and that's hope. Hope. You see? I mean, that's that's the thing. When you lose hope, you know, it, it's almost like losing your life, and that's what people do. They they tend to just give up because they think that it can't get any worse, and it can't get any better. You know, and, and you know, I was just talking to... Uh, a good friend of mine and a church member, and, you know, I hadn't seen him in a little while, had no idea that he had been in the hospital. And it shocked me because, you know, you see somebody every day and you never see him frown. You know, they're always smiling. They're always happy. And, you know, he said, um, yeah, I, had, I was in the hospital, you know, because I had an episode with sickle cell. And I'm like, wow, you never know what other people are going through. And yet this kid, never seen him mad, never seen him get upset, hadn't seen him frown once, always respectful, always cool, always, you know, helpful. You know, you'll see him opening doors for the little kids as well as the older kid. You know, he's always been that that stand-up type of person, you know. And you never even realize that he's going through something like that, you know, you know. And 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 when you see him, you, you he won't let you know that, you know. And I asked him, I asked him, I said, "How you feeling?" Oh, I'm good. I'm getting better. I'm good. You know, it's never. Oh man, I'm in pain right now, you know. And it's like you can tell when somebody's in pain because their voice changes, and so you know right away that they're not feeling well. But he will never let you know that. You know, and that's the type of attitude that you have to have in life.
1: So true. You know, Carrie, I want to ask you this: what's what's next for Carrie? Are you are you looking into at some point becoming a? I know you're producing music. What about movies? And, and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to switch over now. You're gonna to have to do. I, I, you have Usher doing all these things, and I'm just using Usher uh, because the kid is kind of clean cut and. And he's doing this thing And he's big, he's big And and, and, I, and I can see you doing this kind of stuff What about the movies? Do you see yourself acting or producing uh, movies? Because I know with the, with the videos And the producing You have to do a lot of that And then that's why I'm asking you yeah. Okay, uh, you know I used to act back in the days,
2: you know <laughs> <laughs> But uh, of course, you know I I think I would love to try to be an actor. Um, I was watching an episode on the T.O. show, and he had a little scroll script he had acting. uh, Acting is not for everybody now, but, you know, I would love to give it a try. At this point in life, you know, I'm putting my feet in every door I can to make it somewhere. I'm not just going to keep myself based on the music industry. Even if I have to work at Disney you or know, get a nine to five job, that's what I got to do. But I would love to act. I would love to go on a tour. I would love to, uh, you know, travel the world and
0: experience things. You know, I, I like how you said, "Sure." You know, I used to do a little acting back in the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you know, Mama get home. Did you act up at school? No, you know you yeah. <laughs> acted. Hey, you put on a good show, too, huh? Oh, yeah,
1: this show. It's like you're crying, you let it go. You know, I've, I've been there. <laughs>
0: okay, oh, man. You,
1: you think, is it is it safe for me to say that producers are a little cocky, a little arrogant?
2: Yes. Um, I met a couple of producers. Let me give you a funny example. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: so, as uh, a fellow friend of mine... Is, uh, Another Haitian guy, uh, and he doesn't know that I produce. So I guess he heard one of my music and uh, he had the biggest ego and he walked towards me. He said, Here's my cot, call me, and just walked away. And in my mind, I was like, uh, No, he didn't. No, he just not. just gave me his card and walked away and said, Call me if you need (laughs) beats. But there's a lot of artists and a lot of producers out here, you know. They think their music is the best, and they have a big ego on their shoulder walking around and degrading other people that's not even on the level, you know. I get on Facebook every day, and there's a whole bunch of artists hitting me up saying, can you produce my music? Can you be my manager? And I say, I would love to, you know. Let's get to start. Let's get to work. If I make it on top, all I can do is bring everybody up on top with me, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm
2: not, I can't be stingy, be I like, know I got all the money. Bye. And, uh, you have to be there to help everybody. You never know.
0: Yeah. yeah, and you know, I I think the most important thing is that you have to at least be open to the idea of maybe this person is the next hit. You know, because yeah. I I I can recall, you know, and I'm not saying that. Uh, back in the day when I was in the music industry, that I was, you know, in the best singing group ever. I didn't have the best voice ever. But, you know, I can toot my own horn a little bit to say that there weren't many, you know, uh, quartet groups that could sing, you know, straight-up a cappella songs and do, you know, a 10-minute a cappella medley set. You know, and that's what that was one of our trademarks when I was in the music industry. And, you know, we didn't get the best uh musical deals, so to speak. And Greg knows my story about, you know, how cutthroat the music industry is, I know from first hand because I got cut. <laughs> you know. And so, you know, a lot of times you'll hear you'll have people that will hear you and they may just be jealous of your talent. So they don't want to fool with you because they know that they can't possibly hold on to you. You know they may not be able to do anything with you, but they don't want you to do anything without them either. You know, and so they'll sabotage your career until they can get an opportunity to help to get in on it you know and that was the thing that happened with me. You know we had several major labels that wanted to sign our group, but our management company didn't want to let us go because they didn't want to bring them along. You know, and they said, you know, name your price, and they kept setting the price too high. And they said, you know, for that kind of money, we could start our own group, you know, which is not what they wanted to do. They'd rather work with the talent that was there. You know, and so you had that. You know, so I think it's great that, you know, you're open to the idea of, you know, hey, if you if you got talent and you're willing to, willing to work, I'm willing to work with you. You know, and and I think that that that's that's something that needs to be part of your character. You know, people need to know that they can go to Carrie because Carrie's not going to screw them over. You know, Carrie's not going to you know just take their money and run. You know, Carrie's going to work with me. Carrie believes in me. That needs to be something that because I can tell you, there's not many producers out there that you can say that about.
1: Appreciate it, and there's, well, you there's even some kid. artists. i uh, so there's even some
2: artists out here that I'm working for, and I work with them. Like they don't have the finance to to, to do an album or do a track, and I tell kind them, of "Don't worry about
1: it.
0: Yeah. Don't worry
2: about saying, Just come on. I'm here to help everybody."
0: Yeah, and and you, you know, know you'll know have you- you'll have some people that tell you that that's. That that could be career killing for you. But, can,
2: and that, it can, it hurts the pocket. When I'm in the studio, I, I, I have to pay the amount of them being there. But you know, I know in the long run, they see the work I've go through, and
0: it's an investment yeah. in your
1: blessing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and also, too, Kerry, you know, people are gonna look at. The Ferraris and the Testarosas and 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 the Maserati, they are going to see all of that on your page. They're going to see you in those cars. They're going to see all of this stuff. But is that mm-hmm. carry Is what people see in the picture is that really carry Um, the people
2: will. I uh, let me put it like this: If somebody needs something, I am not going to be hesitant to give. So if somebody don't have a car and they have a full family that don't know how to get to work, I would love to give my car to them. I don't mind catching a taxi for a couple of months. Uh, money, car things, you know, this can be deceiving. I, I learn not to judge, you know. And um, I'm very, very open to helping anybody. Somebody needs money, I give it. Cars, you need a phone, and you can't even get your phone bill this month. Don't worry, I got you, I got you. That person, uh, Carrie in. is.
1: And you know, with that kind of heart and that type of giving, you're ne- you will never be without. You'll never be without because, I mean, you'll just be blessed. Your blessings will overtake you. And, man, just keep doing what you're doing and stay on track. And don't allow the industry to make you bitter. Don't allow the industry to make you uh, treat people as if they're numbers, they're just another number, not, not a human being. And what I mean by just another number, you're going to see stars come and go. You're going to see uh, performers come in and out all the time. You know, you treat them with respect. And and you, and, and, and one thing I want to ask you, too, when, when an artist comes to you, do you have a plan for them, a long-term plan, instead of, you know, you come in and you do this one big hit album and I'm looking for somebody else? Or would you look at them and say, you know what, I want you to be like the, the Mary J. Blige's and the Ushers and, and, and the Rita Franklin's and the Fantasia's, the ones that are doing album after album after album. You know what I mean? What what, what What's your goal or how would you do that for an artist?
2: Um, off off back, I tell our artists, you know, this is not, uh, it's not going to be an easy route, I tell you that, uh, this is going to take time, I, I want them here, I want them to come and stay. I don't want an artist to come, make one track or make one album, not please, and, and go somewhere else, you know, I'm looking for long term artists, even, I'm interested, I'm looking for producers as well, you know. I want to build a big organization where somebody can come and and look back and be like, "This is who started me, and I'm still with this person.
1: Oh, you're on the right track, brother. I, <laughs> that's all I can tell you, man. You 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 you're hitting on all cylinders. Just 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 continue doing what you're doing, man, and keep pushing and just keep pushing and just take a day. One day at a time. Because all you're going to need is that one door to open. That's it. That's all you're going to need. You don't need 10 and 12 doors to open. You just need one. And just make sure you're standing in front of it when it opens. Because it's going to (laughs) open. Yeah, I already know. (laughs) Uh, Brian, I sent him a text the other day. And I asked him, are you ready or are you prepared for the success that's coming? And He said, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> you already know that's
2: my problem. You already know. <laughs> and also, but, you know, um, no. I got a, the album "Sincerely Yours" coming out from um, PMG on Phenomenal Music. Yeah, I just do, about, uh, I was just about to, Yeah, yeah,
1: I was just about to oh. ask you. Tell, tell us what you got coming out. Give us the name of some of your artists that you're dealing with, because I mean, people they're gonna be looking for you, man.
2: Okay. Yeah, man. Um, I have. Uh, we got an album coming out called "Sincerely Yours" by the artist Fish. It's a hot album. You gotta check it out. You can even go on um, Reverb Nation or uh, and check it out. Uh, if you wanna go on the website, it's www.phenomenalmusicgroup.com Com. Uh, we got another artist, uh, Yurin, uh a young 17-year-old girl who's coming out. Uh, actually, working on the track for her now. Not many 17- or 18-year-old females you hear singing on the radio, but so this one we're really going to push her to get out there. Um, there's a whole bunch of projects got going on, you know. Nice. So definitely you can check it out. If you want to get in contact with me, you know, get me up on Facebook, slash com. I'm definitely here to talk. But, Carrie, you might want to spell
1: that last name. All right I right. S W W dot Facebook dot
2: com slash K E R R Y C H E R E M O N T. There you
0: go, man. All right, and I just sent you a request.
1: <laughs> yeah, <I> already know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> man, I saw I saw Carrie I saw Kerry on uh, Facebook some months ago, man, and, and I was I was listening to his music. I was listening to it, and um, it's something special about this brother, man. I, I tell you, and I, and I think we we kind of hit it off. Um, I think one morning we were just chatting back and forth, and uh, things are just falling in place for him right now. I'm excited for him. Uh, if if you are listening, just go to Facebook. You know, go to you know look him up. And just follow the brother, and you'll see. You'll see what you'll see what's going on. He's not just talking; he's actually doing something. And there's so many people right now are watching. I think it's the um, it's some awards show on right now on television. I don't know if it's the Soul Train or it's some, it's some it's some awards on right now. And so many people are watching that, and they have this question in their mind, Brian and Carrie: What if? What if they had? They were given the same opportunities as the people that are on the stage performing. They didn't seize the moment, and that—that's the difference. They didn't seize the moment, and we have to do that. And I, and I like the fact that Kerry is actually seizing the moment right now. This is his moment. He's doing his thing, and I really, truly do believe that it's going to happen for him. We we have to seize the moment, and Carry Man don't ever. Leave it open to man. What if I have done this? What if I would have done that? Tomorrow is not promised to us, so we need to do it as much as we can today, and let tomorrow take care of itself. Well said, well said. And I know Brian's got something for you. We got about three minutes left into the show, Carrie. Is there something that you want to say that we haven't covered that somebody needs to hear something from you, or? What do you want us to know about Carrie that we didn't talk about?
2: Um, let's see, let's see. Um just know that um keep your eyes open because, you know, I'm I'm out here grinding, and I'm coming harder than hard. Just know that um come and support as much as you can, you know. Come on Facebook and like the praise, you know.
1: That's about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I was going to say, uh, I was waiting for him to say, like, you know, well, you know, just remember that, you know, work hard and strive. He's like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: coming for you. <laughs> A different ending, you know, I'm
1: coming.
0: You <laughs> well, prepared it, and- you know <laughs> absolutely absolutely you know we didn't tell uh our guest the title of the show but the title of the show tonight was stronger and i think that's what happens when you know when momentum begins to build we know that force behind the momentum becomes stronger and stronger and you know that's what we see in our young brother carrie tonight we see that He's becoming a force, and the momentum is building. And by each passing moment, he's getting stronger and stronger. He's getting better at what he does. He's getting more cognizant of what he's doing. You know, he's becoming more, you know, adept at his craft. And the momentum is building. It's building. It's building. It's building. building. And we know that the force behind it is nothing but the power and the will of God. Amen. With that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. We thank you for joining us tonight, and we ask that you continue to come by and see us sometime. We're on Blog Talk Radio every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Daylight Time, whatever it is right now. (laughs) Uh, Please come join us. We say to you all, good evening and God bless. And good night.